Hello, darlings, and welcome to Digimon Ghost Gaze. This is the podcast where we're, where you know, we're making some predictions. We're predicting the future in this one, and guess what? Everything's fucked. I'm Emery. My pronouns are he, she, they. Uh, they're calling me Cassandra. No, they're actually calling me Morg. Uh, uh, my pronouns are they, them. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm Ovi, and my pronouns are she, they. Uh, I am Austin, my pronouns are they, them, and I predict I'm going to simp for a big bunny boy this episode. <laughs> oh boy. Hey, Austin's yeah. back. We have a guest. Austin's yep. back because Yay. they wanted to make sure to be on for bunny episode, and this is big bunny episode. I very much like Angoramon. <laughs> This this is Banui. The Banui. And guess what? The Banui turns into Renamon in this one. The Banui become Renamon. <laughs> I, I get more Antilamon vibes since the the pants are very similar to Antilamon. That's fair. I mean, I'm like I'm like basing it on the general fig figure and uh, fluffiness. The color too. <laughs> yeah. I just you know Renamon is a fox, whereas Antilamon is a bunny, so. I can definitely see the uh, the Antilamon influence, though. I get I get what you're saying, uh, but yeah, in the in the cold open here, we get uh, we get this funky tent uh, with a uh, with a sign that says Mephisto, and you know it's a fortune teller tent, there's and a, you there's a really long line of people outside of it as well. I noticed. Yeah. True. Like, there was, I think, eight people. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you got the fortune teller in there. He's, you know, he's reading a, a woman's fortune. And this guy... Looks so reliable. Um, not sure whether to call it drip or not, but he's got an all-white suit, uh, red face, and... With some like white markings and purple lipstick, so I don't know. That's You're definitely making a statement. That's stripped to someone. You know, this guy's gonna be a sicko just based yeah, on everything else. Yeah, I feel like he did some research. He watched some, I don't know, crime shows on TV, and he said, "You know what? I need, I need a good suit." And then yeah, people will to- know that I'm evil, but they will not acknowledge it. True. He went on Tumblr and it was like, how do I, how do I, how do I look evil and still get people to like me? How do I become the next uh, Tumblr sexy man? <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> These Digimon need to stop going on Tumblr. <laughs> I mean... Bishonen Digimon have been a thing since the beginning. I know, but specifically Tumblr They're sexy amazing. Men, it's a different type of uh. <laughs> Bishonen. Have you ever seen <laughs> Myotismon or Piedmon? They, yes! They, abs- they absolutely would be the same thing, except they came before Tumblr. Sure. Well, it had to start somewhere, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Ahead of its time. Also, I thought Mephisto was the most Digimon-ass p- name posing as a human, but <laughs> it's not even what 
the name ends up being, you know, like it's not even what it ends up being. Uh, yeah, there is a Mephistomon that I was, before I actually watched this episode, I was like, it has to be Mephistomon. <laughs> like, what, what else would it be? It's fucking. And of course, let's not forget Mephistomon X, the only valid X antibody Digimon. <laughs> mm, I. X antibodies are very hit or miss. She's but... trans, Austin. She's transgender. She's girl now. X antibodies are very hit or miss. I do like Metal Garurumon X more than Metal Garurumon. Mm. Anyway, this 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 guy this this Bishonen, he's got a tarot deck with uh with some little Pico Devimon on the backs of the cards, so that's kind of cute. Yeah, I also the the like octagon symbol around. In the center, I noticed was a stylized repetition of the number 666. Yeah, we see that number a lot. Hell yeah. Oh, Metal. Cool. Metal as fuck. Just in case you didn't know that he was the devil. Just in case. Can't be too on the nose. This is a kid show. We need explanations. In case you hadn't picked up that this guy was fucking evil. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be pretty obvious going forward. Uh, yeah, because he does burn this woman alive. And then turn her into a rock. Yeah. It was, it was so good. The voice actress was, like, hyperventilating, and then her scream, I was legitimately concerned for her. (laughs) It's like, damn. (laughs) Yeah, I forget exactly what the fortune teller says, but yeah, Um, he was like... um... He says, um, that... In order to grant her wish, she needs a lucky color, specifically red like fire, and then she catches okay, on that's fire. It. And then she she begs um to be saved, and he says, Oh no worries. Um I'll just I'll I'll eliminate all your worries, it's fine. Um because yeah. you know who's who has no worries, it's statues. It's it's such an evil line, but it's so funny. I would have worries as a statue. I don't want like birds shitting on me. Yeah, yeah. But would you be aware of them as stone? Yes, that is a good <laughs> question. You... If these statues are rare or not, <laughs> I guess not, because otherwise she would still be worried. That's a terrifying question, Elvira. That's a yeah, terrifying I guess not, question because she would still be worried if she was aware. So I'm assuming she's not. Because otherwise he didn't fulfill a wish at all. And then the monkey's paw has to do again. It's none of his concern whether <laughs> that is true. He just he's just enjoying the suffering. He's like, oh that's that's a lovely piece. I did great work. Mmm. Delicious Schadenfreude. <laughs> Title of my next Isekai novel, I get I got turned into a statue and I still have depression. <laughs> <laughs> Mood. Oh no, it's too real. Oh god. Uh, yeah, anyway, apparently starting from zero as a statue. Apparently uh uh this tent does have very good soundproofing because I was yeah. the same thing. Nobody hears it. Nobody fucking hears it. Yeah, the screaming is just inaudible. To, they, like, they've all, all got people. AirPods in, and it's like, oh no, don't go in there, it's dangerous. Oh, they can't hear me because they got their AirPods in. Fuck. That's what happened. All these kids on their damn fucking phones. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lesson here. Um, I mean, Ruli being on her phone would cause issues later. 
Well, uh, that's true, right I now, guess. But that's not right her now, fault. She's looking at one of the the new dim cards. Um, mm-hmm. Presumably, it's the Blizzard Fang dim card based on what we later. No, the names yeah. of them. I just know it's a cold one. Me neither, frankly. I looked it up. I just said, ooh, wow, icy. Yeah, so Hokuto did absolutely nothing useful and conveyed no relevant information in the last episode, (laughs) but at least the kids got some new toys out of it. Yeah. Because, yeah, now they all have new dim cards, which will allow them to create different environments when they're going to their respective uh, pseudo-digital worlds. These kids are sort of fighting for their life and their peace of mind, and Hokuto is sending souvenirs. Yeah, exactly. It's good. I'm I'm starting to feel like maybe he's already dead and is just sending these over time so that Hiro doesn't realize it. I think it's way funnier if he's still alive. (laughs) 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 They're going to find him and he's going to be sitting on a beach. And he's five. He's laid back chairs, drinking some sangria or something. Oh god, and then he's just gonna be like, oh, there was trouble? I didn't even realize it, because I've been too busy on holiday. And also, if he was like, sorry, I could, there was, I could only send, like, little things, I couldn't come back, so I figured, why not worry, like, why worry myself about it? The postage was just too expensive, that's all he could do. (laughs) I truly oh. want to believe that, like, Hokuto could be, you know, being more useful, but he's just completely oblivious and, 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 and just completely useless on purpose. <laughs> Hilarious. Well, anyways, while Ruli is loading the new dim card onto her DV, um, she gets a call from one of her friends. Because it turns out that Mika is looking for Mephisto's fortune manor. Mika wants her fortune read. I finally, like, learned the friends' names, because I was like, they keep showing up too much. I need to learn their fucking names. <laughs> I know their names. I don't know which is which. Yeah. These two have been here since the beginning. Uh, Mika's the one with black hair, and Aoi is the one with the, like, lighter brown hair. Yeah, I knew what they were, because I was like, oh, Mika's the one that got embarrassed, because she's like, yeah, I want a fortune, you know, for reasons... that's like oh (laughs) okay i and then oh i'm gonna have things to say about that later when she does get her fortune or get there for her fortune because yeah yeah and i think like probably this um i'm I'm guessing that like probably the significance about her like being embarrassed about it is like she does want to see if like i'm 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 pretty sure that like one of the um you know popular functions of fortune telling in japan is is like you know love fortunes yeah. just yes. to be like yeah so she wants to know if someone has a crush on her i guess and i'm like who <laughs> i got the the read that it was specifically mika has a crush on ruli and was just like i don't want to say this to you that's that's where that's where that's where my mind went went initially, yeah. but that's maybe that's just because I'm friggin' gay. I was wondering if it was Ruli or if it was, um, the other uh, Ioi or whatever. Um, I was like, it's one of her friends, I think, and that's why she's be. embarrassed. <laughs> it has to be because I don't know my experience with being 
in a, a, a girl group of teens is that um, the names of crushes were just, that was common good. That was free real estate. Yeah, Everyone knew. you just talk about it. Cause <laughs> Unless, like, I mean, Unless it was in group. <laughs> yeah, because you expect your friends to, like, keep it hush-hush. Um, yeah, and they like, need yeah, to support yeah. you and help you get, like, time together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the war flashbacks. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. Then, Good shit. Then we cut again to a second-hand shop where Jellymon is just invisibly browsing around out back. I like that Jellymon She's a businesswoman. Yes. I like that she continues to have, like, clients, and she's just like, yep, I'm, this is my job. <laughs> I just do this now. She's on her grind. She's fucking girl boss. boss. Same hat. <laughs> her, her boyfriend is a pro gamer, but he hasn't made it big yet, so she True. has to bring in all the money. I mean, yeah. true. She's <laughs> she, was, she was using his credit card in the other episode. <laughs> the dynamic is a bit askew, but they're trying. They'll get there. They're trying. <laughs> they both want to be breadwinners. They're both fucking yeah, stupid. Je- I feel like uh, yeah, Je- I feel like Jellymon is definitely always on Kiro- Kyoshiro's case. Like, oh, have you reached a million subscribers yet? <laughs> and he's like, I'm not on Twitch. Here's Shiro, you need to get on Twitch, you need to get them cat ear microphones, you need- I'm just live streaming from YouTube, it's fine. <sighs> You're useless. She would get him, like, make him buy cutesy, uh, what's it, keyboard and, and headset and all this stuff, yeah. and the whole, the, the whole get up, like, this is gonna get you views, darling. This is how we're going to be making money. You need to provide for this family. <laughs> I can't get more clients unless you provide for me. <laughs> oh, honestly, it does. It does feel like it is really just only a matter of time before Jellymon force fems Kyoshiro. I don't know how I know this. I just, it just seems inevitable. Based on the like repetition of Kyoshiro's like. With safe childbirth charms? I don't know whether... <laughs> oh, I forgot like, about oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I kind of feel like Kyoshiro is already trans. I mean, yeah. <laughs> See, the thing is, is you look at all these characters and they're all trans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> Cishet characters in my media? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, so Jellymon happens across this, like, statue, and is yes. like, what is this oh, fucking that's... made out of? And then she, she looks- puts her tentacle inside, and I guess just gets, like, a fistful of brains. I know! <laughs> she just screams, it's made of people! I don't think she fucking grabs her brains. She's fine later. We Spoiler. get the long-awaited return of scared Jellymon. I love it. I love She's it so, so much. scared. I think it really shows why she goes after Kyoshio, and it's because he's more scared than she is. Um, <laughs> and that makes her the bravest person in the room. Because she's terrified. Oh god, that's also a very high school dynamic. <laughs> My notes literally said, oh, she looks like her partner for a sec, lol. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it is very funny when we get Kyoshiro and Jellymon on the uh, on the video call later. Uh, but before that, we get another scene with the fortune teller, and you know, this time he's talking to a woman, and he says, "Your lucky item is a dog." Yeah, and she's like, "I I already have a Shiba Inu," and sh- and he's like, "No, you need a cute little puppy. You need a little baby boy." And and oh, he shit. says, "How you about know, this instead?" Yeah, and it's a and and then oof. some Fangmon show up yeah. and start literally mauling this woman. Like she gets bitten on the arm, and it looks kind of fucked. Yeah, yeah, it leaves noticeable scrapes and scratches mm-hmm. on her. Except uh, like, they're not actually. Oh, what Digimon did you say they were? Fangmon. Fangmon. They're just. They just look like Fangmon. Is yeah, they, they are. We do find out in a sec that they are illusions, and it's actually a couple of Boogiemon. What um, a great name for a Digimon. Yeah. Boogiemon. <laughs> the Baba Yaga? Baba Yaga-mon. I just, I, I called them little jesters in my note. Little jesters wearing their little jester hats because they're doing little jester things that are annoying. Kind of aggressive jesters, but yeah. Very aggressive jesters, yeah. Yeah, but it, it is really kind of scary how much they are just aggressively attacking these people. And they're enjoying they're it. Like, they're having <laughs> the time of their life doing this. They're like, oh, look at me. I did so well. I have an arm now. Yeah. yeah that's that's in a little bit, but there is so much schadenfreude from this mm-hmm. uh, this episode, it's kind of upsetting. Like, um, oh, I forgot what he was called. I called him Edgelord in my notes. I really should be using people's names. <laughs> That's what his oh, name um, is. It's Edgelord. <laughs> Mephisto is, like, kind of sad um, that when she says, like, oh, help me, and he turns her into stone because then she can't be bitten. He's like, oh, well, that could have been more twisted. Yeah, he literally says this one's not twisted enough. He, when he looks at the statue, can't go in a garbage. It's it needs to go to the garbage. It's shit. They're calling him the Joker, baby. He walks into another room that is just filled with these statues, and is just like, in order to be added to my collection, it needs to be pleasantly disgusting. Like, wow, <laughs> dude. Yeah, dude, chill out. Like, it's like. You're not disgusting enough. You're in the garbage. <laughs> um. Uh, so is this when the now, call happened? Yeah, yeah, this is now when we they get the call. Voice call. And Jellymon and Kyoshiro, or Jellymon is just like freaking out and screaming about the statue. She like fucking hides inside her own head like she do. And Kyoshiro just has his hands over his ears the whole time. Like, nope, I'm not listening. I don't hear it. This isn't true. I didn't hear it. <laughs> It can't hurt me if I don't know about it. And Gamamon um, says, I'm going to read the room and I'm going to say that Kyoshiro is having a lot of fun. <laughs> a great time. This is, he's having the best of times. Gamamon gives Kyoshiro a nickname of Kyo. Kyo. Adorable. Jellymon says something like, good grief. Uh, and then, yeah, Gamamon copies her. Good grief, Kyo. And it's very cute. Yeah, it's that that happens in a little bit. Uh yeah. first, yeah. So that's that call is just between uh uh 
Kyoshiro and Hiro. Meanwhile, Ruli is on her own, like, using information from her social media followers to, um, you know, track down all the previous appearances of the fortune teller tent, and, you know, it, it seems like it's making a big circle, so... Yeah. You know, she she just has to find like where it's going to show up, you know, on on the missing parts of the circle. Yeah, on one of the last points to close the loop. Um which she then tells to Mika and Ali the next day when they go looking for it. Yeah. And then and then um yeah, and then Hiro and Kiyoshiro and their respective partners are, you know, off looking for information on 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 the well, statues. No, it's, it's and Jellymon is taking them to where the statue is, and oh, yeah, Kiyoshiro yeah, yeah. keeps freaking out at like any statue. Yeah, he sees a Tanuki statue in a shop and freaks out <laughs> and is afraid to go in front of it. I think it's it's great that he was like, I don't want to have anything to do with it, but he still gets pulled along. Like, he will get pulled along yeah. no matter what. Uh, Jellymon has him whipped. <laughs> it's true. He does claim that he's not scared for some reason. As if, yeah, it's as like, if dude. his friends don't already know him. <laughs> well, because he has to have some bravado, even if it's not backed up by evidence. The greatest lies are the ones we tell ourselves, um, but it's not working for him. <laughs> so true, bestie. God. So, Ruli and her friends show up at what appears to be a construction site, and they just sort of wander around. Is that something you can do at construction sites in Japan? Yeah, you can just walk in on them. Uh, it's fine. They're not close enough. I'm sure it's fine. Like, I didn't really th- clock it as being weird for some reason. But um, and Goromon, like, in his, like, invisible state, or, like, semi-visible only to um, Ruli state, like, points to the... Yeah, because he's up above. Looking. He's sitting up above, he waves, and he points, and I wrote that down as if that was the cutest thing I've ever seen. It, it was cute. Adorable. I like how much he's like helping out, even though he does get a little sus when he's like close to the tent. He's like, I'm hearing some weird fucking noises. I don't know what's going on in there. You might want to be careful. I don't... <laughs> it's those big ears. He can hear everything. Which has been consistent throughout yeah. the show. Mm-hmm. I like that he's kind of like the one that hears shit first, and it's like, ah, ah. Uh, they do find the uh, Fortune Manor, and there is one lady in front of them. And just as they show up, there's an announcement that's like, Mephisto will only see two more today. And Ruli and Ali are basically like, well, since we're here for Mika, Mika gets to go. Yeah. yeah, and you know the the woman in front of them. She's wearing a cool leather jacket, so I do have her referred to as cool leather jacket lady in my notes. She is very rude to them, just like haha. She's rude. <laughs> Only one of you can go, losers, because I got here first. I was like, who is this? <laughs> You're not important at all. Like, I don't, why are you so rude? <laughs> I just, I would just really liked how instantly Ruli and Aoi were just like, yeah, no, this is, we're here for Mika, so Mika gets to do this, and there was no question of it. Yeah. It was just really cute to me. They're good friends. I like it. Yeah. 
Maybe that's what that lady was upset about. She just doesn't have any friends. She just doesn't have any friends. (laughs) Damn. Damn. She's about to wish for them and get a whole, like, statue garden full of friends, I guess. (laughs) This is when Angoramon hears something and it pulls really aside and it's just like, hey, it sounds like creepy laughing. Yeah. So, Ruli sneaks into the side of the tent, um... I do I do notice here that she's wearing some very cute boots with little ribbons yeah. on them. And at the same time that Ruli is sneaking in back, uh, the lady in front of Mika goes in as well. Yeah, so she gets to like see like everything going on with this woman. It's very dark in like some sort of I guess Ruli is in some sort of back room and she trips over something. And turns on the light, and uh-oh, it's statues. And then Fucked she hears up. Mephisto saying that the other lady's lucky place is somewhere high up. Uh, and we see an illusion of her being tied up above some buildings, being attacked by Demi Devimon. Att- yeah, just like attached, or j- yeah, just like tied strapped up, up to, like to like the side of a si- skyscraper. Something real terrifying. That would have fucked me up. I would have screamed. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I don't do well with heights, so I would have been fucked up by that too. Um, I think even people would be who are a little more okay with heights would be like, no. <laughs> yeah, I think most people in this situation would be like, oh, this is fucked up. Um, but yeah, like we see that she's just kind of like hovering. She's not like... I don't even think she's hovering. I think she's just standing there. Is she? The illusions are so convincing. Yeah. 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 Outside... Yeah. We we see, like, outside of the illusion, and, you know, we've got, you know, the three boogeymen who are around this woman and laughing at her and having a great time. Just poking and prodding her with their pitchforks. Yeah, yeah, they're having such a great time listening to this woman scream and seeing her twisted expression that they start materializing. They're like, yes, being a sicko makes us so happy that we materialize. (laughs) One gets his right arm, another gets his left leg, and the third one is very close to fully materializing, (laughs) only needing his head. Um, so no head? (laughs) <laughs> anyway <laughs> so now we now we cut to uh you know the the rest of the gang and they're at the place where Jellymon found the statue and there's another one there so you know hero's like okay something's going on let's call ruli so then he calls ruli at the worst possible time to call Ruli. <laughs> the worst possible I mean, time. Ruli, why isn't your phone on silent exactly. when you're doing sneaky stealthy stuff? Hero, why didn't? Why don't you just text her? Why is it anyone's phone not on silent? I haven't had my phone on sound in like ages. I don't even know yeah. what my ringtone is. I don't even know if I have a ringtone. Why would anyone answer their phone? I mean, she might, you know, this is obviously dramatic. I know it's dramatic, but I'm like, Ruli, you're a teen. You go to school. Of course your phone is on silent. It's at least on, like, vibrate, if nothing else. (laughs) Yeah. 
Maybe she was like, I needed it loud. I don't know. I usually have my phone on ding and then vibrate, but... Um, Sweetie, you're being stealthy. At least take the time to put it to silent. (laughs) She sure didn't, and she is caught. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Um, Actually, okay. And then... This is when... Mika goes in, right? I think you might be, yeah. I think you guys might be right about it being Ruli and not AoE because she's like, sees Ruli there and is like, why is yeah, Ruli? really nervous about it. Like, why, why is she here? Like, it could have been like, oh, she's nervous because, like, um, it's weird that her friend snuck in, but I'm like, hmm, maybe she just didn't want to, like, talk about her fortune in front of this friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's that's the vibe I got is she has a crush on Ruli and it's just like, but I don't want to say it. I just want a fortune teller to confirm if it's possible. <laughs> I just want a fortune teller to tell me how to tell her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mephisto is looking at Ruli's phone while uh, the boogeyman have her kind of off to the side in front of Mika and is clearly impressed by her research um, of tracking where the manor has been. I was like, is your phone not locked either? But I realized Digimon seemed to be able to, like, just get into electronic things. <laughs> he hacked yeah. it. That makes sense. Um, and then he goes on an explanation. Are... And it doesn't stop. Yeah, Felismon is just like this... The circle we connected will become the foothold on which the human world will be consumed. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, this guy's taken over the world. Once again, we're at end-of-the-world level stakes, so that's great for these children. But he does 15 need episodes more into the series. minions um, before he's ready to, like, conquer. He's so yeah. chill about it, too. He's like, he, he's not under some time pressure. He, he's... He can do it at his own pace. It's fine. They're just, I mean, they're just gonna do Joker-fied shit until they have an army big enough to conquer the world. It's, it's almost like the conquering of the world is like an afterthought. Like, they'll get there, but that's not... The journey is the important part. I mean, later he talks about uh, having an objective, and it seems more like this isn't his goal. It's like he was paid to do this kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So, I'm just like, oh no, who's gonna be in charge of Felismon that's like... What kind of sicko can tell this sicko what to do? Because this Felismon is insane. Like, we, we can all agree on that. There's not a single normal thought in this Digimon's brain. I think I would enjoy it if instead of, like, having, you know, a boss behind the scenes pulling the strings, I think it would be rad if just, like, all the Digimon, who, or if, if all the evil Digimon who, you know, have, have you know, managed to get away at the end of episodes would all just get together and form a Suicide Squad. <laughs> what are we, some kind of fucking Suicide Squad? That'd be Dracomon, uh, Weedmon, and Felismon. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, 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 what's, what's the name? Uh, Yadagaramon as well. I don't don't think Yadagaramon would be included since their goal was free the birds. Hmm. And didn't seem like evil, just sort of, you know, hey, I want 
my brethren birds free. He could be convinced to join if someone just says, hey, if we conquer the world, you know what we're going to do? We're going to set all the birds free. Um, So I feel like he, he could be motivated to join this suicide squad. Yeah, but Yotigaraman doesn't immediately jump to... It, it, it wouldn't be his own idea. He wouldn't walk up and be like, yo, can I join? Yadagaraman also might hold a grudge against the meddling kids, so who knows? Mm-hmm. He could just be there for the opportunistic chance of vengeance. Yeah. Anyways, since uh, Mephisto is explaining all of this in front of both Ruli and Mika, the jig is up, and he just shows his face to Mika, and she is terrified and calls him a monster. Oh yeah, Yum. this dude has like a full-on demon hordes and 666 <laughs> written on both of his I temples. had to pause. Both sides of his head, yeah. What a good design, but I laughed so hard. I love the 666 tattoos on his head fucking too much. It's really good. Um, it's it's on his head twice. It's incredible. Is This is the point in which Edgoramon just yo. rips open a forklift <laughs> and hot wires it to barrel directly into the tent. He literally hijacks a forklift. What the fuck? So this is good. the best plan. Ever. I'm so glad that this is what he came up with. I love Angoramon so much. It's like Angoramon. It works, though. It knocks over the tent. If your friends don't hotwire a forklift and slam it into a tent, are they really your friends? (laughs) Okay, here's... Here's a terrifying question. We already asked if those statues are aware, but what if Angoramon broke one? Oh, no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. This is, do, it's do fine. Do they come back or do they just stay stone? I don't know if I want to know. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> this season is really good in, like, giving us... <laughs> Monsters that are sometimes sort of funny, but then the longer you think about it, um, the more fucked up it could be. There is definitely not no on-screen body count, but there's an implied body count that's... I mean, you know, in previous episodes we had uh, Seals Ramon have a thousand body count, so... And there's all the people who died off screen in um, the Digimon violent actions that have happened. Uh, yeah, some of yeah. those people are dead. Yeah. I'm really sorry, but some of those people I'm didn't survive. Still... Yeah, there's no I'm way. still convinced some of Mummymon's uh, yeah. patients were dead. Guys, a guy's car completely blew up on the highway in the in the Sistermon episode, but he's fine. He's fine. Some people he fermented. making out with... <laughs> We also don't know, like, how long some of the Digimon have been going on for, so if it was, like, putting people in perilous situations, like, they could have had a few people that died. Like, the alcohol, like, you don't know how many people have been fucking dissolved into alcohol. Mm -hmm. You don't know how many people have been wrapped up in mummy months, whatever shit. Uh, We do have a general, like, um, timeline for... Hologram ghosts in general, but yeah, individual digital. Yeah, I meant individual, yeah. yeah. It's like, who knows? <laughs> um, Fuck. So at this point, uh, I really like the detail that, because uh, we do see 
uh, several boogeymon chasing after uh, Ruli, Mika, and Ali as Angoramon like holds off some of them. We do see some that are like only partially materialized, and many that are fully materialized. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was a nice detail. Yeah, and also like one of the one of the boogeymon gets really close to stabbing Ruli with uh with their spear, and Angoramon like grab and Angoramon who is only in like stage two at this point, so definitely invisible to Aoi and Mika, like grabs the spear. So from their perspective, they must have just seen like this guy trying to stab Ruli and then just stop. That's what I was and wondering. Ruli talking to someone like. Uh, so, I actually, because I've watched the episode a few times, um, I did notice that Ruli didn't speak back to Angoramon, just, uh, or the responses were generic, like, okay, let's run. Because yeah. he's saying okay to Angoramon. He's really aware of the fact that if her friends see Angoramon, they might think. He's a monster. Yeah. That's something that she's really conscious of, which I thought was a very nice detail as well. It is, but also they've seen him before. They've seen they him have. as a hologram ghost. It's like a lot different, like realizing something is like a I, funny robot friend and something is real and can touch you. Also, if if you saw Angoramon, just you're in a life and death situation, you see Angoramon, you feel safe. Yeah, I do, but I'm not... <laughs> I... The fact that Angoramon was stopping the Boogeymon is like, okay, that one's on my side, at least for now. I, don't, I hope forever, but... Right. Yeah. I think but... she's just, There's... like, afraid of it. I think it's, you know, I'm sure yeah. it's not yeah. all completely rational. It's, like, some... she even says, like, fuck, I'm gonna have to possibly get... um. And Goromon here, and like to teleport all the Digimon to the other to the dig the. I forget the name of it. The ice pseudo pseudo digital yeah. world. I I just call they it called a it the pseudo digital world. Yeah, I call it a digital zone because pseudo digital world is a bit of a mouthful. Yeah, true. The Digi Zone. Yeah. And I thought yeah. this Digi Zone. This was gonna be it, and we would see like some. People who are not in the loop and don't have this yeah. get involved. Um, but it turns out Ruli ran away. Yeah, I thought that what? I thought she was gonna bring them to the like. The I I thought too. this was no. gonna be like yeah. a big reveal, but, uh, but I do feel like it's still coming. Um, yeah, yeah, but it does. Yeah. It does have that feel of like this is on the table now. They know yeah, something's really, up. They just don't want to yeah. push it. Yeah, and Ruli does activate the pseudo-digital world while, like, she's hiding with her friends, so presumably yeah. they do just see her disappear. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I was, uh -huh. I was like, Ruli, at least run around the corner first, so <laughs> you're out of view. I mean, you... Ruli, have you not so... never had to hide a secret identity before? Jesus. Yeah, she probably so, didn't like, want them to yeah, think, think she was abandoning them, though. Yeah, yeah I think, I think, yeah, at this point, yeah, I think just, like, generally, like, we know that these kids know that, like, something is up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so the, um, the pseudo-digital does... world. Yeah, it's a new pseudo... ice field. It looks yeah. so cool. It's very I'm pretty. Really We're in a winter wonderland. Uh. <laughs> 
And yeah, so since the since the pseudo digital world, uh, you know, is activated, then you know, uh, then heroes group are drawn into it as well, and they're like, oh, oh, something digital world, yeah, something's going on with Ruli, I bet. Um, and then uh, Ruli finds Angoramon, and she's just like. Oh, it's it's such a good moment. They kind of just talk for a moment about, like, this was the right thing to do, and I knew you'd do the right thing. And, and Goramon starts to glow, and we get the final evolution sequence. Uh, the final, yeah. Champion. The final champion, like, champion, champion form, yeah. Form. Um, Saving the best for lost, yeah. I do oh. get Angoramon pretty boy mode. What a dapper young man. Be still my heart. I oh, I really like how each evolution has a different burst of energy. Gamamon gets gamma rays, Jellymon gets electricity, and Angoramon gets bursts of wind. It's um what Sim Simba Sim Simbari Angoramon. Simbari Angoramon. Bit of a mouthful. <laughs> I'll have to get used to that. Yeah. Actually, the the subtitles actually spell it differently than like the ro- romanization we see in the yeah. opening credits, which is weird. And it is pronounced more like Simbar Angorama. It's actually pronounced with a J instead of an S sound. What? Yeah, that's in like Jimba. the that's in like the con or the the katakana though. So. It makes sense that the romanization would be like a little different, yeah. just because those don't always match up one to one. Right. C is a sound in Japanese, I think. Yeah. It actually was during this point watching the episode that I realized that each time we have a focal character, there has been a central theme to those characters' episodes. Hmm. Um, uh, with Hero, we get um, episodes focused about instinct and trust. Because um, with Mummy Mom, Pumpkin Mon, and Clock Mon's Redemption, um, as well as Goose Mon and uh, Mon Mon or Koe Mon, it's all about like trusting them in the instinct of either these aren't terrible people or how to connect with them. Kiroshiro's um, focuses have all been more technology. Um, the virtual talismans, the fighting game, the spam mail. Mm. Um, and then for Ruli, it's been more about connections and emotional dynamics. Um, uh, the parasocial relationship that Angoramon originally had with her, uh, communicating properly for a full understanding in the Repamon episode, and here... Her concern for her friends, despite what they may think of Angoramon. Mm. Are you telling it's, me the show has themes? Damn, the yes, show I has am. Themes. Oh my wow. god, themes. It's really good. <laughs> um, we love a good team. Yes. And it is specifically that like desire to protect her friends, despite the fact they may be scared of Angoramon, that triggers his evolution. Yeah. Yeah. And anyone who knows me will not be surprised by this, but I want to smooch Simbore and Goramon so much. 
They are very pretty. So pretty. Speaking of Bishonen. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. Uh I've I've mentioned this this design being like very Renamon-esque before, and yeah, that it's it's a nice looking boy. Where did the floof go though? What happened to the floof? Tucked into the pants. <laughs> the, the floof just like sort of concentrated around his neck, so he just has that big, beautiful mane. Yeah, I like that. Good. I like that he's kind of like because really got the snow one. He's like still associated with like the cold, so he's still like, mm-hmm. you know, he's still all ready for the winter. <laughs> he's just not <laughs> as chungy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, um, Simbara, Simbara and Gorman, uh, uses a special attack called Landlizer, where he spins around real fast and just basically slices all the tridents of the, of the boogeyman to bits, um, and then, you know, he and, uh, and Felesmon, who is the name of the fortune teller, I'm, I, I think we forgot to mention. Yeah. I think um, we, this is where we get the information scan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we may have said yeah, it was Felesmon, but like not explicitly been like, yeah. yes, this is did, the info screen. Did anyone else notice that when Felesmon summoned his trident, there was a scream sound effect? Oh, I didn't. No, I didn't. I also didn't notice that. Funny. Good. It was so. (laughs) Damn. I wonder. I wonder if you're when you're a Digimon, you can sort of set like the uh, the sound effects for your actions. Like you can set a ringtone on your. Yes. That'd be so funny. (laughs) What if you summoned his spear and it was a fart noise? Um, oh, that'd be so I'd wanna good. S- I'd want to summon shit to like music I like. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why First Rider uh, plays every time they evolve because the evolution sequence just has that sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Damn, I, 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 I want Man to Man to play. <laughs> this is a this is a reference for all the Appmon likers. But if 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 I could set my own sound effects for my Digivice, I would just set it to uh, the the App Driver uh, sound effects. So you you just have an old man yelling at me every time. I- <laughs> God, I still laugh every time he does the. Seven seven code and just starts coughing because he's just like ah oh, this is too much. It's so funny. Hey, Fmon is Atmon real is fucking so funny, good. y'all. Fmon kicks ass. Uh, anyway, it's back on topic. Yes. Um, Simbori and Goromon uh, insist that he will be the one granting Ruli's wishes, and Felismon is just like, well, that's my wheelhouse. So if you're going to grant her wish, then I'll grant my own. He yeah, screamed. They're they're really going wish v wish over here. They do Simbar and Goromon uh uses an attack called Breaking Stream and uh Felismon uses a, an attack that I didn't write down the name of. He screamed shout. Yeah. He it's screamed. A big, it's a big scream. This dude loves screams. He's all about it. They he do screamed. a beam it struggle. Is, it is honestly really impressive that Simbari and Goromon is Evenly matched with Felismon, considering the difference between champion and perfect level. Yeah, a lot of these adult level 
Digimon fights they have been up against, like, perfect levels, so... Well, I think these... the whole thing is, like, oh, the, the champion level, when they're evolved because of human connection, is stronger than normal. Yes. It's yeah, definitely. power of friendship. Digimon lore, yeah, human intervention does weird things to Digimon. And, like, yeah, he does... The power... The... A, a recurring thing with Digimon is very much like, oh yeah, the power of friendship is real and it makes you kick ass. Yeah. yeah. And like, he definitely, like, f even though he can stand up to Phyllismon, it's like, he's still. It is absolutely just evenly matched. Yeah. Uh, but hey, guess what's about to turn the tide? It's. Friends! Gammon <laughs> with sled a sled dog! <laughs> Sled dog Gammon. Gammon is pulling the rest of the team on a sled. Love sled dog Gammon. Little, little, little strap, uh, you know, hooked on his horns like a fucking harness. And he's just, he's just running. He's on all fours. He's having a, he's like a fucking puppy in the snow. He's having he a great time. That scene added 10 years to my life. Everyone's <laughs> facial expressions. Gammon having the time of his life. Peak, peak design, peak choice. I, I want to. I'm just so happy with it. It was five seconds I, of pure joy, and then they evolved. I, I love to imagine. I love yeah. to imagine the conversation of how they <laughs> got there. It was like, damn, running in the snow is hard. How do we? How do we get there faster? And that's just the conclusion they arrived at. They had to be like, oh, like. Yeah, I don't know where I was going to go with Someone that. had to have that idea, and the most likely candidate would be Jellymon to come up with this kind of plan. Um, Jellymon doesn't need to walk. Yeah, so true. That wouldn't have been a problem for her. Where did the sled come from? That's I what mean, I mean, technically, wanted. neither does Gammon. Gammon can fly. Not fast. He's, True. He has you know, tiny wings, so he does it, tiny distances. It probably was Jellymon who made the suggestion. I believe that she could find a sled on a moment's notice. She's the one who's always out getting her grubby little hands on things, <laughs> just acquiring shit. I mean, we do know from previous just episodes Jellymon. that anything damaged or moved in the pseudo-digital world is untouched in the real True. material world. True. Yeah. So they don't even need, like, a proper sleigh. They could just be like, hey, this, this like, sign on the sidewalk will just... You say that as if these boys aren't criminals um, who would very much... Um, what, how, I was going to say make borrow damage. borrow um, a sled <laughs> they would borrow a sled and then never return it yeah. um, Hero knows how to I break in Yosho knows how to hack these boys are criminals and the fact that there's no consequences wouldn't stop them I was thinking about how these digital zones that they can teleport to would actually be super handy for like Breaking and entering. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, teleport into a digital zone from the real world outside a building. Just bust down the walls in the digital zone, go in, and respawn in the real world, and they'd be inside. Damn. Hero definitely has that thought, and now he lives in fear of Jellymon realizing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jellymon can just go into things. Yeah, but she then she could make Yoshiro... A real criminal. Oh, true. I think yeah. she would think that is cool. Oh, 
we might deal with something like that next episode. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> what? No, next episode was in the forest. Then you'll see. Oh, oh. Mm. oh no. Anyways. <laughs> anyways, we do get both the evolution sequence for Betel Gammon and Tesla Gammon. And, and Tesla Oh my Jellymon. god. Like, I love how short these are because we get all three of them in full and we still have like a full episode's worth of writing. Previous seasons have had like minute and a half long evolution sequence specifically so that they can fill space and time and just basically ha- write half an episode. Oh yeah, but this season is good and they actually have a story to tell that helps. Yeah, and it's it shows that they're confident in the writing to have a shorter stock footage like that. Yeah, I mean, also, like, it's definitely a budget-stretching thing, right? Especially, like, with, yeah. with the early seasons, like, Adventure, mm. where you have... God, I remember there was just, like, one episode of Adventure where they literally just, like, played <sighs> all the stock animations that they had in an episode, and it was like, oh, God, this took, like, ten minutes. It- it was so bad in, like, one of the ending episodes for Zero Two, due to weird magic bullshit, they had all, like, the armor forms and uh, natural evolutions and DNA and everything. It's just, oh my god, really? Oh, it was very much by all the playsets and toys. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> so... So yeah, uh, the other two do their special attacks, and it hits Felismon, and he doesn't really look phased, but he's like, oh, we got three Digimon with human partners now, and the way he says it, it kind of implies to me that, like, either word about, you know, either word about this gang has, like, gotten around with uh, some of the more troublemaky Digimon, and it's like, oh, we know about these three and their human partners, or just, like, the whole concept of Digimon having human partners isn't, like, necessarily a novel thing. So, yeah, just the way he said it, it's like, oh, yeah, three Digimon with human partners? This is a known quantity. This is something I understand. I assumed it was the first, because in these kind of shows, I always assume that, like, the bad guys, even, like, Monster of the Weeks ones, they leave, they have, like, a little gossip circle... Yeah. With all the other bad guys, um, <laughs> and they talk about how they got their ass handed to them. They sit around and have tea, like Angoramon does with the Floramon. I'm telling yeah, you, how else are they going to start a squad. suicide squad? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, combined with the weird implication of a wanting to, I guess, just make a giant portal between the digital world and material world. Like, Phyllismon clearly has some insider info, so that wouldn't surprise me. I like that he just leaves. Yeah, he just, he just leaves. fucking leaves. I wonder if he knows about um, Gammamon. Oh. And if he was like, oh, maybe that's too much trouble, I'll just skedaddle out of here. He, Phyllismon does specifically say that he can still win, it won't be easy, but winning this battle isn't his objective. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that he will return when there's less interference. Yeah, that's why I think it's interesting that he, like, leaves and because of everything that they have been doing, like, they, they do let him go, but they have to, like, prepare for him to come back and, like... Yeah. I feel like that has an interesting tension to it because is this yeah. I think this is the first time we've gotten like someone specifically being like, Yes, I will be back. Yes, I will cause trouble again. Instead of being yeah, like between, mm, I might cause trouble. We as, yeah. <laughs> we as the audience saw Draco Mon Right. Um because Draco Mon gave Hiro uh, the eyeballs in his yeah. head and was like, I won't cause trouble again. But then we as the audience saw uh, yeah, yeah. Hero did not, the the fact that that was a lie. I meant the tension. Is... As the audience saw yeah, this is that the up. Mon. <laughs> yeah. I just... This is the first time. Yeah, between those episodes and like the, 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 oh, what's their name? Um... The funny Nugmon episode and the next Weed episode, <laughs> yeah, it definitely seems like they're, uh, you know, we're sort of building up to a breaking point with all of these, like, very evil Digimon just, like, being let off the hook and, like, you know, being let off to, to you know, keep causing trouble, so... I think I think there 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 we we may have a sort of narrative arc about oh. Hiro having to learn that murder is okay. <laughs> Sometimes right. you need to yeah. learn that murder is okay. I have been wondering, like, it's the fact that Gulas Gamamon um seems like such a big loner that makes me not think it might be what I'm thinking. But the way that Felismon was like acting. I was like, what if what if Gula's Gamamon is like the main bad guy and they're all just waiting oh. for him to come back. Mm. Uh, and they know he's Gamamon and they're like, we need to get that little guy back with us um, mm. and make him evil again. Interesting. But Gula's Gamamon was such an emo loner that I don't know if that could work, but I would like it as a storyline. It, it, it could be that Gula's Gamamon is a loner but was such a big destructive force in the digital world that he did get like uh, a fan. Following. Oh my god! No, it's its fans. Oh no! They're all fucking Gulusman. is a Gulusman. A uh, Gulusgamamon fan. They're boy. trading fan cams of him behind the scenes. Oh no! Gulusstan. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Felismon changes all the statues back into people. Um, and he says because he didn't get to read Ruli's fortune, and again, as with earlier, I think it's because he was clearly impressed by her. Um, yeah, I I think also a, a a possible read of it is like he maybe knows that he couldn't have won that battle, and yeah, it was just like, okay, I'll I'll just I'll just undo these statuifications. Because I don't want to get my ass kicked. Yeah, maybe he was lying about it. <laughs> like, awesome. yeah, I could have won. You know. He, he's seen what happened to all the others. And like, you're not going to get me with a conversation. I'm just leaving. Fuck you. And then they leave the the pseudo-digital world and really meets up with her friends. Um, and is trying to tell them, but is clearly hesitant about Angoramon. So Aoi and Mika are like, you drew those things away from us, didn't you? Yeah. 
I like that they kind of gave her like a way out and like yeah. she kind of like yeah she was like yeah, he was I- almost crying. Oh yeah. And then and then we cut to Aoi and Mika on the bus, um, and we're just like, yeah, really clearly has some secrets, and that's fine. She can tell us whenever she's ready. I like that. Damn. It was... Oh, I thought it was really cute and wholesome. And, like, I don't know. I feel like that is something some kids need to know, is that it's okay to have secrets. Yeah. 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 It's okay to, like, tell people when they're ready that... Yeah. That they're, you don't need... That they're, it's okay to have secrets and to, like, wait to tell You don't need to share your come entire out to life. Them someday. You can. <laughs> you don't have to. That was a bad joke, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry, I missed it. Oh, well, I said well, she'll come out to them someday. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Mika is hoping for. the same joke. True. Mika understands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. True. Ooh, you know what? That might just, like, catapult me into an idea for a segment that I've had kicking around in my head for a while. Ooh. Do we want to go there? Sure. Yeah, because um, did I do I remember it wrong, or did we not get an Angoramon wisdom? This oh, time? good point. We did. Good fucking uh, it, point. Angoramon says it's easier to act than to worry. You never know what fortune may bring you. Yeah, yeah. And I also just want to add a uh, the opening theme still slaps so hard it leaves the mark. That's mm-hmm. okay, because I like it. Mm-hmm. Action is good. And the new ending theme is, like, so much better than the previous ending theme. Yeah. I, I like them like... both, but yeah, I think I do prefer... Yeah, this one is better. The previous one isn't bad, but I just like this one so much more. Yeah, I think I agree. I like this one more. Like, I I actually went and downloaded the, the new ending theme. I didn't with the old one. Mm. I, I I do have it on my added to my Spotify. Yeah, it's it's on my list as well. <laughs> uh, oh, I have an old scroll wheel iPod, so I have to like download. Yeah, old school. You're so brave. If it works, I <laughs> oh no, it so that it's functional with like you know the ninety gigs of podcasts I have. Yeah, that's my problem. That's why I end up streaming a lot of music because I have a thousand bajillion podcasts. I just. Got so tired of every iPod touch I had being like, here's a new update that's just going to break the system because planned obsolescence can eat shit. We love it. <laughs> yep. Thanks, capitalism, for making all of our stuff suck. So I basically was just like, I'm going to future proof an old iPod. And nice. It's so much nicer. I get oh, it. Yeah. Oh, like my old MP3 still works. Um, and whenever my phone won't. Cooperate. I'm just like, you know what? I have my old music. <laughs> nice. It's it's also nice for me to to you know if I accidentally drop it, I'm not having like a heart attack of it worrying into shattering to a thousand pieces. I can be like, yeah, it's an old iPod. It's fine. It will survive. <sighs> what was the yeah. segment you wanted to do? Oh yeah. And- Ooh. So so the thing I was thinking of and. This is something I could probably talk about for hours is like the sort of inherent queer coding of like human Digimon partnerships. Mm. 
because you know like you know the fact that that you know we had the joke about you know coming out about the fact that you have a digimon and that's been like sort of a something consistent in in previous series like the fact that oh there is this kind of um I'll, I'll give tamers as a specific example because like tamers is maybe like the best example of this where like the fact that you know the kids have digimon just like hanging out with them is in the real world it is something that they have to sort of you know hide from you know their parents and you know their families and you know eventually it reaches a point where you know they do have to tell you know their families about it and be like uh so this is what's going on uh this is this is my friend gilmon um so yeah um so and, by the way i'm gonna leave to the digital wallet for yeah. him, along with him <laughs> and yeah those those parts have like extremely coming out energy to them i mean like in a similar vein uh minor spoilers for atmon haru is so torn up about whether to tell yujin or not and then it's like later like oh yujin got an atmon and so they can finally tell each other, and after that, the show gets just, like, infinitely more gay. Oh, it's... yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Everyone watch Atmon. Oh, yeah. Def Haru and Yujin definitely have a crush on each other. That's, like, not even subtly implied. It is canonically stated that and... Yujin is Haru's ideal person. And, and... And, like, they even have a conversation before Eugen finds out about, you know, the Apmon, where Eugen is like, hey, you, you, you kind of seem like you've been changing lately, you know? You got all these new friends, and, you know, you seem, and it very much, ha and, hey, if you, if you have anything you want to share with me, you know, I'm, I'm always ready to listen, I'm always on your side. I will always support you. Yeah. No, it, it, ex like... Uh, textually, it's like, oh, because, like, Haru has, like, gotten an Apmon and, you know, has, like, made, you know, made these connections, like, through, you know, with the other app drivers, like, through this. Um, yeah. Like, I think like, I think, like, textually, the thing Yujin, like, must be implying is, like, hey, it's okay to tell me if you're gay. Right. <laughs> There's also a point where, like... Haru and Yujin are hanging out, just no Atmon stuff involved. And Gachamon is like, is this a date? <laughs> call it out in the text. Yep. Is this a date? And like, even from the beginning, you know, Haru and Yujin are friends and people are like, oh, it's interesting. Oh, their friendship is interesting. They're they so they total yeah. opposites. I, it's so weird that they're friends. It's like... Yep. Yeah, they seem really close, even though they have, like, different interests and personalities. Huh, that's interesting. Um, I thought you were going to go into how um, Digimon partnerships can be, like, a reflection of, like, queer platonic partnerships in real life. That Yeah, that's definitely There's... another aspect of it. Like, like y'all joke that Digimon is for the gays, but... Also, it's, it's not, not a joke. No, it's we, not a yeah, joke. So, um, <laughs> I'm 100 like, percent serious no, I, I when I say that. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think 
part of the reason for that is, like, in general, uh, Digimon is typically a story um, about analyzing various forms of trauma. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we live in a world where coming out is not always a safe thing to do. And so that very easily translates as a trauma. Um, but also, the power of friendship themes in Digimon wrapped around the trauma also gives very strong found family vibes that is a very positive side of queer communities, too. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, what, like, what usually draws me to these kind of shows, because, like, you've got Digimon and Pokemon and all that, is that it's usually about, like, having a friend that trusts and understands you on, like, the deepest possible level, mm. um, and that love is still unconditional they still trust you and they keep going together and if they go and get stuff they're still there for you and that's why i love these kind of shows so much because that's the ideal friendship they're so close and there's not a single one of their friends i know we joke about like jellymon and kyosho being in love and all that but and the essence of it the 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 the, the non-expectations of that relationship is what draws me to Digimon the most. Yeah, definitely. And, like, whether you want to read Jellymon and Kyoshiro as romantically um, or not, I personally don't, but... and Th- they, they are dating, but it's not romantic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And as an ace person, and, you know, Arrow Ace... I just think it would be nice if I had a Digimon and they spent all their time with me and I had this this yeah. that was always yeah. there, uh, but I wasn't in a relationship. That yeah. would be perfect. Morg, yeah, and Morg specifically, thing about- Morg specifically mentioned queer platonic relationships, yes. and I think that's like yeah. a great analog. I think just that's because, a great like, analog. Yeah, they are these like sort of committed platonic partnerships with a lot of like you know, emotional intimacy to them. And yeah, I think that's like a really good comparison. And, you know, they are these like relationships that sort of, you know, go outside of like the usual like cis heteronormative uh, expectations for like what a relationship is. Yeah. And uh, again with Kyoshiro and Jellymon, like, Sure, Jellymon bullies Kyoshiro a lot, but when it really comes down to it, they do show how much they care about each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're genuinely friends. Jellymon. That's the thing about them is that they actually like each other. Yeah. And, like, they they clearly make the imbalance in their dynamic work in a way that, like, we joke that it's toxic, but... And at the end of the day, they, like, they don't go too far with it. Yeah, like, I'm sure. It is just friendly bullying. I don't think I'm I should sure joke about it sure. if it was actually upsetting. Yeah. I'm sure it's yeah. not everyone's cup of tea. Like, I'm sure if other people are watching this show, they might be like, mm, I don't know how I feel. But, but like, I think it works. Yeah. We think it works yeah. in general. But, like... Yeah, no, I, I, they're, they're friends with their partners. I don't know. Like, 
I would personally find Kyoshiro unbearable yeah. if he didn't have Jellymon. <laughs> like, like Jellymon somehow bullying him manages to be a grounding so that he doesn't get too, like... This boy would like, never scared. leave his house. Yeah. We've said this before. It's good that he's bully. Yeah. And, like, it... <laughs> It, it it makes it more interesting as, like, a viewer to watch this, but also it does ground it a lot in a more sensible way. Yeah, if you want a more, like, caring group, <laughs> I don't know if caring is the right word, a more, like, sensitive relationship, just look at, like, Ruli and, and Goromon instead. Yeah. If you want, like, a brother-brother brother relationship, just look at Hiro and Gamamon instead. <laughs> like, there's other options. I, I am impressed with how different they managed to make all these relationships. Yeah, me too. Because it was very... Tem- it, was, it was probably easy to just be like, oh yeah, we'll just make them all, like, like each other and they'll be fun and they'll all have these brother-sister, brother-brother relationships. Um, and they really managed to give everyone a different dynamic and I love seeing that. Um, Because that's also an important thing to know, is that friendships, the the different friendships you have, they're not the same, and it's okay. Everyone has their own way of caring. I also noticed that, actually, so I rewatched this episode today before recording, just so I had it fresh in my mind, and while watching it today, I noticed, hey, I realized that all three of them, Hiro, Ruli, and Kyoshiro, are all in sort of leader positions, too. Like, Hiro is obviously leader of the, the three Digi-Destined kids. Mm. Um, Kyoshiro is the dorm leader. <laughs> Ruli is, like, the leader of, like, her, like, circle of friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also her social media followers. Yeah. So, I just, like, the way that they're all able to be the leader type but still have very different personalities and dynamics with their Digimon and with each other was such a good realization yeah. to me. I, I definitely think that this is a like really well-balanced and fleshed-out cast. The, yes. Yeah, they did a great job with these characters. As I always say, the smaller central cast always makes it easier to flesh them out. Yeah, yeah maybe maybe seven is too many. <laughs> maybe, maybe just a, yeah. bit, a little bit too too much to keep track of and too hard to like uh, give backstory to. Like, like Atmon had a central cast of like five characters, but Eugen was a latter half central character. Yeah. And they they introduced Ray, the cast, fa- you know, fairly slowly, yeah. so it 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 yeah. gave and them then, good time. Like, Ray was in and out a lot, so they gave it gave everyone else a chance to be focused on too. I think adding in Just, is different too. Like you know, it could start with three and yeah. then add more is like fine. Yeah, I think that works better than like. I am seven kids at once. <laughs> yeah. Since you were talking about like, friends, I am now thinking like Hero has a friend that he sometimes hangs out with, and Ruli has friends that she sometimes hangs mm-hmm. out with. Um, you know who who doesn't really have he has a professor that he sometimes <laughs> has a professor that he sometimes I don't I think these are genuinely Kyoshio's first friends. Oh. And um, that I is both really right. sad, but also would explain why he keeps following them 
even though he's scared yeah. so he's he's really terrified it's, but he keeps yeah. he keeps following them and i think it might be because this is the first time he has friends i think you're right because yeah. he's even Aww. like like jellyman literally like came across like his anime shit that like had to do with like um him wanting to be in school again even though he has his master's degree because <laughs> he wanted to make friends yeah, I, imagine Imagine being 13 years old in college and having to, like, try to make meaningful friendships that, no. Imagine being 18 years old and there's a 13-year-old in your class. I'm sorry, but I wouldn't make friends with them. No. Yeah, it, and even even in too weird. Even Very in weird. his dorm, it kind of seems like he's not especially well liked by the other students. No. Like they're yeah. definitely very close or very quick to throw him under the bus mm -hmm. when um you know when they all get the chain letter that makes monsters happen. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like Kiro, Kiro, <laughs> we're gonna kill you. And like the. Adding to the, like, queer parallels, uh, isolation is yeah. a common mm. thing, too. That's what I was gonna say, that's such a fucking gay mood, though. <laughs> it's yeah. like, not having, not having friends immediately, and then finally finding, like, the right people to be your friends. Because <laughs> you're like, ah, other gays like me, I understand. <laughs> finally, gays. <laughs> other trans people like myself. I get it. I had friends through, like, elementary school, middle school, and, and high school, but it wasn't until, like, the latter half of high school that I had friends that I still talk to today. Mm -hmm. It was much more of a, like, well, we're in the same class and we sit next to each other, so I'll be friendly to you. I... It's very different from, like, hey, we're going to hang out outside of class, outside of school, and, like, make time to do that. Yeah. yeah. Wow, this this show really is about like friendships. Oh, yeah, this is a topic that we could talk about for hours. <laughs> it's also very much a, 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 a queer mood to be like, oh yeah, all my friends in high school. Turns out, you know, turns out we all grew up and we're, now we're gay and trans. <laughs> all my friends that I still talk to. <laughs> I didn't make oh. any friends in high school, but also none of them turned out to be gay or trans. So that might have been the problem. Uh, I was genuinely surrounded by cis straight people it oh no yeah that's bad news it, horrifying um life is a lot better now that i know where to find the game i always yeah. have it's funny because for a long time like i mean i can't talk about like high school friends i had a, a bunch of like the uh people who are like cis straight like whatever but like in college my one friend that was like Sis had like came out recently to me, and I was like, "All right, yeah. <laughs> all right." I get to that experience is that every time I make a new friend online and we start talking, they turn out to be ace. I don't know how I do it, <laughs> um, but I'm really good at finding aces online. Hell yeah, that's a <laughs> that's a valuable skill. It's almost like we have the same interests. We just <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to see the romance. Or you want to see the romance, it's not for me. Yeah. I am I am doing an arrow ace fist bump <laughs> towards you from a distance. I am I'm doing, doing it, it back. Remotely. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh shit. I'm not arrow, but I'm not either. <laughs> uh, uh, I 
I have recently found out about the term frasexual, which falls under the asexual, like, umbrella. Hell yeah. Um, we love a micro-label. Love a micro-label. It's, it's sort of like the opposite of Demi, where instead of uh, a close bond creates um, sexual interest, it's I have sexual interest and then the closer I am. I lose it because, like, I'd rather just hang out with you and, like, watch you play video games than have sex. Hanging out is fine. That's great. It's the best thing to do. Right. Right? Like, I'd rather just be in the same room with us both doing our own thing. God, I miss doing that. <laughs> oh, yeah, Elvira, we are uh, getting close to five. Are you okay to run uh, run a little long with this? Um, I am a little tired, to be honest, so I might just drop out. Um, But if you guys want to keep going, um, I guess you can. This this is definitely a topic that can be spoken about for Yeah. Me. Yeah, no, I, so I, think... I could definitely keep going with this. <laughs> we might need to do a part two to this particular segment. Yeah. Uh, or we could just continue it in the, like, the Discord chat. Yeah, I think this sure. is a good, like, future combo, but, like, we can, I think we can wrap up here. I think that's, yeah, we've been going All right. long enough. What's everyone's I plugs? Know. Austin, you go first. All right. Um, as the same as last time, I am on a podcast called And Light Bandits, where we read, recap, and review each book in the Animorphs series in published order, and also do live commentary tracks for the TV show. Um, mm. I also just, uh, since I've gotten more of it since last time I guessed it, I do want to uh, plug my Digimon fanfic. Um, I will provide a link for that for in the show notes and whatnot. Mm. Uh, I did come up with, like, a good name, so it's just DGMN Virus. Okay. Um, if, it, if, if, if it describes what it's, yeah. what it's about, then it's a good title. <laughs> uh, so, I, I basically came up with the idea that my Digimon partner would be a Bearmon, but I also really like the Digimon Diablomon. Uh, from the Our War Game section of the movie. And so I basically came up with a backstory of what if Bearmon's egg got infected by a Diablomon virus kind of thing. So yeah, a lot of stuff happens afterwards that, like, at first it was just a, a fun thought exercise, and now I have, like, five or six, like, entire arcs planned. I'm like, how did this snowball from here? Mm. I don't know. I usually have like five arcs and then I write three words and I'm like, I'm done. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so that's impressive. Uh, is that it for your plugs? Uh, yes, that's it for me. Okay. Elvier, how about you talk about your... Yeah, my plugs. Uh, so this is the only podcast I do. Um, and my Twitter is at Erviru. Um, and uh, I recently started uploading on TikTok because I make questionable life mm. choices. Uh, so mm. if you want to see me figure out how to make trousers, pants, whatever word you prefer, uh, <laughs> I'm slowly posting my progress of learning how to draw them and make them. Nice. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. If if you if you if you want to send me the link to that, I'll drop it in the show notes. Oh yeah, it's also at Eruviru. I'm I'm always at Eruviru. I, I don't switch it up. Good branding. 
<laughs> good branding unless someone else took the name who there is one other person out there who's using it and sometimes they're ahead of me you have to find them and kill them i i will have to do that so far they've only beat me on steam but that's okay because i don't really use my steam account that's it another person who must learn that murder. <laughs> we'll get there that's what jujimon is for did you want us for the murderers? This is a joke. <laughs> We're not murder. Um, I guess I'll go because I'm talking and talk and need to cover up the fact that I was talking about murder. Um, <laughs> uh, you can find me at Haunting the Morgue on Twitter. That's Haunting the M O R G. You can find me at my other podcasts. That is Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. Uh, forward forward re zero, a re zero watch podcast, and you can find Departure Lounge somewhere, but. It's fine. It's hiatus y right now. Um, that's it. Alright. I'm on for Affinity, username Space Robot, and I'm on another podcast called Gone Will Hunting, where I talk about Hunter Hunter with my friends. Uh, that's it for me. This is a noisespace.xyz podcast. It's a good network. I won't talk too much more about it because we're on... Isn't it supposed to be XYZ? It is XYZ. Thank you. XYZ. Because we're on a bit of a time crunch. Yeah, because uh, Z rhymes with bet, and that's where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> we we are on Twitter at DigiGhostGaze, and we've got a fun little Discord server where you can talk about how gay you are, I guess, if you if you want to. Um, uh, yeah, so I think that's about it. So until next time, all you poltergeist, ghouls, and non boonaries. Digimon is for the gays. Goodbye, darling. Goodbye. Farewell. Bye.